Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and welcome to a mini-sode of the Mother Good podcast. We have Colin Sporletter on, and she is a military spouse and has two young children, and also she's a content contributor for Mother Good. So we're just going to chat today about gratitude, and so I thought we could just kick it off first by Colin introducing herself since she's never been on the show before. Hi, Emily, and hi, everybody. Thank you so much for having me today. This is really special. I wanted to share that I'm not only a spouse, as you mentioned, but I also grew up in a military family. So I've been accustomed to the military lifestyle um, and its controlled chaos for quite a while. And I have the awesome benefit of having the background as being independent as a child and now as a wife. So I'm really thankful for all the experience I've had. And could you just maybe give a quick bio of yourself, just how many children you have, um, where you grew up, all that? I will start by saying when people ask me where I'm from, that's probably the most loaded question they could throw at me. Um, And I think that that speaks to the military nature. Um, So when people ask me that, the short answer I give is I'm from Annapolis, Maryland. Um, The long answer is, well, I was born in San Diego Uh, But I moved away before I could even remember it, and I grew up all over the country. I moved 16 times with my family before I was off on my own going to college. Um, So I claim home in actually Severna Park, Maryland, because that's where my grandparents live. It's where a bunch of my aunts and uncles and cousins live. It's where we always kind of went back to, especially at times of the year, like Thanksgiving, for example. So... Um, I went to college in Baltimore, Maryland, Towson University. Um, I was a marketing major and worked in Annapolis, Maryland before deciding I wanted to move to San Diego. Um, So I threw everything in my car, much to my dad's dismay, and um, pursued a life out on the West Coast where I ultimately met my husband, um, who was Um, trying to get into the officer candidate program when we met and got engaged. And just after our engagement, he got accepted. And two weeks after our wedding, he left to go to the boot camp portion of that. So pretty much as soon as we got married, we were thrown into this military lifestyle. And we've moved, gosh, four times already and three and a half years of marriage. And we've had two children um, in that time. And it's just been exciting. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that you would be perfect just to talk about gratitude. And then also in terms of, excuse me, being grateful to our service members as well, since you have all that background with being in the military, growing up in the military, and also being part of it now. Um, I thought too, maybe you could just share what, in your opinion, what gratitude means, like what's a good definition? I think it just is, it's more of a feeling in your heart because we can say thank you kind of sparingly. Like we use that word quite often and sometimes it holds more meaning meaning to us than other times. Um, But I think gratitude is something you feel a lot more in your heart um, when you're truly like pleased with something that someone did for you and also with the result maybe of their actions. Um, And I think also to me, it means you don't necessarily feel this like debt that you have to repay or any anxiety of like, oh my gosh, someone just helped me. Like, oh, I need to do something back for them. It's just truly, wow, like, thank you so much. I'm so blown away by what you just did. 
Um, so to me, gratitude is just, it's like peace and happiness in the actions or words of um, something that's happening in your life. That's such a good point that when you're, when you feel that gratitude that you feel like you don't have to repay whatever has been given to you. I know that when I was thinking about gratitude too, that I always would think, oh, I'm not really that much of a grateful person because just through the years, I've noticed that I tended to focus on only what was going bad in, in my life. Um, and, you know, it was funny when I was reading up on gratitude and I've had, I've read up on it in the past too. I guess it's just human nature, at least from what I've read, that human beings, that's our nature to just focus on the bad. So it's not like it's just unique to me. You know, I think we just have that inherent nature in us to just focus on the bad. And what I thought was interesting because I wanted to try to be a more grateful person. This was a few years ago. I read that it was um, actually scientifically proven that gratitude is something that actually has to be learned. And so it's not something that just necessarily comes to us. So, uh, you know, Oprah Winfrey, I guess she writes down in a journal, like five things she's grateful for at the end of each day. And, you know, people talk about having like a little gratitude jar, do like just very conscious effort uh, or making a conscious effort rather to just be grateful. And it's funny because so I just wanted to share a little bit of a vulnerable story too. And then Colin, I would love for you to share something too. But um, every single year at the end of the year, I've noticed that whenever New Year's comes around, everyone just says, oh, I'm so glad this past year's over, you know, like it's such a terrible year. And I never really had that feeling before until this year. Um, because I don't know, I guess I, I'm just grateful that I never really had years. Where I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that year's over. But this year, I actually had that feeling for the first time, like, oh, good riddance 2019. Because honestly, um, I had a lot of health struggles this past year. And I mean, they weren't major health struggles. And so I just thought, wow, you know, 2019, it just was like one thing after another. I mean, at the beginning of the year, I ended up getting shingles, which I thought was kind of rare for young people. Um, But come to find out, it's actually a lot more common. And I had just weaned my daughter um, or I had cut back on um, what I was nursing her a lot. And I guess I later found out that it's kind of common or not common, but it's not uncommon, I guess, to get some sort of illness because your immune system is sort of depressed around that time. So anyway, so that was the reason for that. And then it was just one thing after another. And then just a couple months ago, I ended up having to get an ovarian cyst removed. So I had my first surgery ever. And so that was also not the best experience, even though it went went great. So in retrospect, it was, you know, just thinking, okay, that was just one more thing that happened. So anyway, just all those things. And I was thinking, gosh, it's like, this year has been so hard. But then I just started to try to practice those gratitude tips, you know, that I mentioned a little bit a few minutes ago. And I was just listing all the good things that happened this year. I thought, wow, like, I didn't have any major illness, you know, because so many people have so many um, really terrible um, illnesses and I didn't have any of those. I mean, they weren't major. Also, I got a wonderful job that I love that's close by. You know, I have a beautiful daughter and a great husband. So anyway, just going off the list. And then it was so weird that all of a sudden my perspective shifted and I thought, wow, I actually had a great 2019. So anyway, I just kind of wanted to share that story because it's amazing how just going through that exercise and just starting small, you know, like, you know, thank you, God, for the beautiful day and the beautiful weather. Thank you for my health today. You know, maybe yesterday I wasn't feeling great, but today 
today I feel great. So that, you know, just those little small steps and it just really shifted my focus. So anyway, I just wanted to share that story and I would love to hear a story from you, Colin. Oh, that's so great, Emily. And I love that you're sharing that tip that you've learned and you've like put into practice in your own life. And I have to say that um, when I'm really on top of my prayer life, Thanksgiving is actually a part of it. I try and actually start my um, prayers off in the evening um, by thanking God for everything, all the blessings I have in my life. And sometimes I'm just amazed. And I say sometimes, it's actually most times. I'm amazed by all the things I have to be thankful for. And by the time I get to the part where I'm like, okay, now this is what I'd really love to pray for. I'm like, you know what? Like I have so much good going on. Wow. Like my, suddenly like that, that need I felt, it has diminished so much. And I'm, it's replaced by just this full heart, this grateful heart for everything good I have going on in my life. Yeah. So I just, I love that. I think when we are more grateful people, we are more happy people. Do you take notice of all the good? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that I also found in the research on gratitude, where it's scientifically proven that people who are grateful are happier and they're healthier too. So, I mean, it's a double whammy on that. Uh, well, great. So, Colin, could you share too now on your thoughts of gratitude? How can we be more grateful and show our gratitude and appreciation for those in the military? Definitely. Um you know, this is something that I think is is really important to the the military community because I know we have wonderful holidays like Veterans Day um, just recently, where you know the country shows its thanks to those that serve, um, to those that have just sacrificed so much, and you know, not everybody sees um, you know action. You could say not everybody is at the forefront of the war on terror or, or even, you know, in a scary environment, let's say like overseas, but every service man and woman has stood duty, has missed a holiday, has missed a birthday, has missed some family milestone or significant life moment because of the work that they're doing for all of us, for our freedom, so that we can celebrate these holidays and come together and travel to and from with no worry of, oh my gosh, how are we going to get past this checkpoint? Or like, you know, how crazy are the people that are surrounding us right now? I mean, we just take for granted so often our safety and our freedom. And I just would love to um, invite everybody to be intentional. Um, towards veterans or active military service men or women you may know in your life, you know, take the time to maybe send them a note, um, handwritten or even a text and just reach out and thank them from time to time. Um, sometimes in person, um, these people are usually so humble. It's really hard for them to actually like hear that. And they're like, Oh yeah, of course you're welcome. You know, they just, they feel it so that they feel that it's their duty so much that, kind of receiving thanks sometimes is hard. Um, they aren't, they're not the first people to say, oh yeah, you know, of course I'm happy to help. You know, sometimes they're, it's just, they're so humble um, that actions can go so much farther than words. So really being intentional about writing them a letter, um, inviting your children to do the same, um, making them a meal or inviting them over for one. Um, they're just, 
so many ways that we can be true neighbors, I think, to these servicemen and women who also, by the way, are moving all over the country all the time. Um, They're not with their loved ones necessarily, and they don't always have a place to go. Um, And I think the people that kind of live in the same town um, or the same city kind of lose sight of that, that not everybody has, um, you know, a home away from home. So if you could maybe feel it um, upon your heart to reach out, especially to um, those single um, service members that, you know, don't have a family to go back home to, or maybe their spouse is apart from them at this time. Um, I know little acts of service to like maybe mowing the lawn for someone whose husband's gone um, out to sea or whatever it may be on deployment, um, you know, offering to babysit, offering to pick up some groceries, like little everyday things like that could just mean so much to somebody that is sacrificing a lot in their everyday routines. And um, yeah, it's just, I think it would just mean so much. Definitely. When you're talking about community too, and just being a good neighbor, that reminds me of our very first episode with uh, Dr. Francie Broghammer. And she talks a lot about happiness and how our happiness is increased by just being a good neighbor and being involved in your community. So it's good to extend that to service members too. Uh, Is there any way, if anyone doesn't necessarily personally know a service member, is there any way to contact like a base or to find out more if someone wanted to just kind of reach out to a service member uh, who, who might be alone or try to help out in some way? There definitely is. Um, There are different uh, companies, programs, nonprofits that I don't know uh, a bunch of them off the top of my head. Um, Actually, there is one that's coming to mind. It's called Operation Gratitude, believe it or not. Um, And it's a way that you can send a letter to um, a veteran. Um, You may also even be able to send a type of care package. Um, I think it's pretty easy to find, though, if you Google it. Um, I'm sorry, I don't have one off the top of my mind, but I'm sure that even if you ask someone, you know, um, locally too, um, they probably know a bunch of servicemen and women that could use that too. Like, even if it's not them personally, like maybe they have a family, but maybe they know someone in their unit that could just really use some words of encouragement and appreciation too. Yeah, I think I've heard about Operation Gratitude before. And also, I'm just as you said, I'm sure if you just ask around, just ask your neighbors or your church or YMCA club or I don't know, wherever you frequent the most, just ask around if anyone knows service members, that would that would be a good start too. So Yes. And it's also easy to spot a retired uh, service member of older generations. They're they're typically wearing like a ball cap or a shirt or something with um, like symbols of where they served. And I, any, um, like older gentleman I've approached and I've asked, you know, have you served our country? He has just responded with a huge smile when I've just said, you know what, I just want to thank you so much. And sometimes even inviting them to share a story if they feel so called, but, um, just leaving it up to them or asking, you know, what inspired you to join? You know, that's such a neat, that's such a neat thing you did. Um, that could really brighten someone's day. 
Well, great, Colin. Thank you so much for coming on today and chatting with me about gratitude and how we can show our gratitude to service members. And for all of our listeners, if you're feeling a little bit extra grateful this week, we are grateful for you. And we would really appreciate if you would leave a review or rate us on whatever app you listen to our podcast on. So we want to wish all of you a very happy Thanksgiving and safe travels to all of you.